a world where Rochelle never watched a single Marvel Cinematic Universe film, she unexpectedly became a fan of WandaVision. Chaos and confusion ensued. She had questions. Jay, the resident MCU expert, also known as The Husband, tried to answer these burning questions to no avail. She required more knowledge. Out of this mayhem was born the Marvel-less podcast. Join Rochelle on her cinematic adventure as she bravely watches every single MCU film and valiantly asks her husband Jay thousands of questions. Warning, spoilers, a lot of them, and tons and tons of strong language. Now, let's assemble! Hello, and welcome to episode 29 of the Marvel Less podcast. We are here to discuss part two of Captain America Civil War. Yep. Woo! Woo! Uh, yeah. So, Jay. Yeah. Can you tell us what happened, please? Sure fucking can. All right. Awesome. So, where we left off, um, Tony recruits Spider-Man, um... Clint comes out of retirement and breaks Wanda out of the compound. Uh, Natasha recruits Black Panther with a promise that he'll find uh, Bucky. Uh, Cap recruits Ant-Man. And as Cap and team are trying to uh, leave the German airport to get on a... um, Oh my god, what is it? A flight? Yeah. Well, not a flight flight, but like a a jet stealth thingy. Well, no, they were going to take a helicopter. No, they were going to take a... They were going to take that stealth jet thing. Initially, they were going to take a helicopter, and then that was thwarted. Mm. Cool. Because Tony blew it up. Oh, yeah. And then they stole the jet thingy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they... <laughs> as they're trying to leave, they get confronted by Stark and Stark's crew. Um, Cap tries to convince Tony that Zemo is behind everything. Tony obviously doesn't listen. Um, a huge fight ensues. Uh... Natasha essentially uh, switches sides and helps uh, Cap and Bucky escape by disabling, uh, temporarily disabling Black Panther. Um, during the battle, Rhodes gets seriously injured. Um, he gets paralyzed, essentially. Um, Tony gets information um, from Friday from the Berlin police that Zemo is essentially behind everything, and Bucky was not responsible for the bombing or any of that stuff. Um, yeah, and then Zemo makes it to Siberia, where all the other super soldiers were, and he finds that mission report that he had been searching for the entire first half of the movie. Um, Tony goes to the raft, which is a giant prison floating in the middle of the ocean where they keep, um, I don't know, enhanced individuals who have committed crimes, um, to talk to Falcon and ask, um, where Steve is essentially in a hopes to make amends. Um, and Falcon tells him, so, uh, Tony goes to Siberia because that's where Steve and Zemo are. Um, and he's secretly being followed by T'Challa. Um, Tony and Steve make a truce because Tony, you know, admits that he was wrong. And they're all looking for Zemo and the uh, super soldiers. Um, when they get to the main part of the, uh, the I don't know, what did you call it, bunker? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when they get to the main point of the bunker, they find all the other super soldiers have been murdered. Uh, Zemo murked them in their sleep while they were 
on ice in their tanks. Uh, on not ice. yet. Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's what happens the, with, uh, the guy at the meat counter had just, uh, pulled him out for display. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Zemo killed them in their sleep and Zemo shows them a video of the, um, mission from December 16th, 1991. And this is where shit hits the fan. Um, not only was it the scene from the beginning of the movie where, uh, Bucky shoots a car essentially to get the last few packets of the super soldier serum. We learned that in the car were Tony's parents and Bucky assassinated both of Tony's parents. So rightfully so Tony loses his shit. Absolutely. Um, and a huge fight breaks out between Tony cap and Bucky. Um, Zemo goes outside since his whole mission was essentially to have the Avengers tear themselves apart, which works. Um, Zemo meets T'Challa outside, and um, Zemo kind of gives his motivations behind the whole shit show that he's caused. Um, Zemo attempts to kill himself, but Black Panther stops him, and Zemo goes to a super secure prison. He doesn't go to the Wrath, which, why the fuck not, but he goes to a different prison. Um, Yeah, and then um, Cap... And Bucky essentially win the fight against Tony. No one really wins in this movie. Yeah. Uh, but they kind of win the fight against Tony. Um, Cap gives up his shield because um, Tony's dad made the shield. And Tony reminded him of that. You want to... How about wind? He wind it at him. You don't <laughs> deserve that. My dad made that. He just got beat up by two super soldiers one of which murdered his fucking parents he gets the wine as much as he wants to um sure whatever <laughs> he needs to freaking deal with his daddy issues we'll we'll get into that He's in a little been bit so let me let okay. me finish my recap and we'll we'll dig into that shit um uh, at the end uh cap fedexes tony a burner phone a trap phone if you will um <laughs> And breaks the Avengers out of the wrath. So at and the end of him a letter, he does write him a letter. He's ninety. Yeah, writes him a letter. He is actually like in his nineties. Oh, I know. In this film, um, but yeah, writes him a letter. Um, no one really makes amends at the end of this film. No, not at all. Um, so the Avenger, the Avengers are relatively divided. But um, Tony left him, or not Tony? Steve left Tony a phone, just in case, you know shit actually hit the fan and the Avengers needed to band together somehow. Um, roll credits. The first, first post credit scene, um, Bucky decides to, he says go back under, but he goes back on ice, essentially. Like, you watch the thingy freeze. Um, but he is in Wakanda because um, Black Panther decided to help Bucky since Bucky is actually a victim along with uh, T'Challa's father. And Steve just lets T'Challa know that if the U.S. government finds out, they're going to come after him. And T'Challa pretty much says, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Let them try. Let them try. And then another post credit scene is Spider-Man in his room messing with some of the new technology that he received from Tony. And Marvel lets us know that that wasn't the only time we're going to see Spider-Man. And yep. that is what happens. Yep. Yeah. How'd you like that twist? I mean, 
like I already knew that Tony's parents didn't actually die in the way that he thought that they died. Yeah, not in a regular ass car crash. No, and I like didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And I also knew that they were killed by somebody that he knew. Yeah, so you didn't get the whole shock effect. No. Well, I mean, but I, I mean, it happened and I was like, what? Because, yeah, when they started showing it, I looked and was like, oh, my God. I think yeah. I just started saying, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, like, as soon as they started showing that and Tony's looking at it, he's like, why do you have this date on here? Which then leads me, did he not get... Did he not understand in the, during the whole sequence of events that this dude was, like, after the file with that date on it? Because that was the date his parents died. Yeah. But no, he, but he, he never he never heard that at any point. No. So then when he saw the date on that tape, he was like, oh, fuck. Like, this is the day my parents died. Yeah. And then he saw the car crash happen. Yeah. And then he saw his dad fall out of the car. Yes. And, and then he saw Bucky shoot him. And then he saw Bucky shoot his mother. Yeah. Well, Bucky didn't shoot either of them. How did he kill them? Bucky beat Iron Man's father to death and then strangled his mother with his bare non-metal hand. Oh, well. You looked away because you don't want to see that kind no, of No, I don't. Okay, so. <laughs> yeah, it was much more brutal than just shooting him and walking away. He beat Iron Man's father to death and placed him back in the driver's seat and then just strangled his mom while she was still in the car and then shot the camera out. Also, why was there a camera there? A road to the Pentagon. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. But they told Tony they were going on a weekend retreat? Yeah, but they they did say they had to make a stop Okay, at the Pentagon. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, well... So I went in, originally, obviously, because I saw it in theaters and not knowing what you knew. And when that tape played, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's quite the reveal. Yeah. No, it definitely was. Like, even though I knew something was going to happen, I still was not expecting it to be Bucky. Yeah. Um, I kind of thought that the... I Again, I told you this a couple of days ago, or maybe it was yesterday... I had a lot of time to think when I was driving to and from my parents' house. Yeah. And so I was kind of like, you know, flitting through all of the possibilities in my brain. And I thought the twist, I was like, maybe it is going to be Nick Fury. Like, maybe Nick Fury was going to be behind this whole thing. And this was a, a ploy to bring everybody together. I was like, maybe um, Natalie, not Natalie, Jesus Christ, Natasha. Maybe <laughs> Natasha, who was like weirdly into signing it. Yeah. Is, like, going to be the one that is somehow behind it. I was like, maybe Clint comes back, and maybe Clint is the one that's behind all of it. Yeah. Like, I didn't... Yeah. I mean, Clint I does come back. Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't think Clint was going to be the one behind it. I kind of thought, yeah. like, maybe Nick Fury or... And I, I honestly, like, was shocked that the... I was shocked that the whole climax at the end was the motherfucker killed... Zemo killed the super soldiers just as a fucking ploy to get everybody in the same room and then have them fight each other well zemo killed the super soldiers because he didn't want any more super soldiers it was two birds one stone okay it's like the super soldiers and the footage were in the same place okay yeah 
did that need to be corrected? Yes. Okay. Because his whole, like, his whole mission wasn't to end the super soldier program. His whole mission was to get them to fight each other because he couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah. You're very fucking welcome. I, really I appreciate your sarcasm. Really don't know that that was necessary, but I think as was. long as you feel good about it. I do. I feel great about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, so I love that we start off where we left off with Queens mm-hmm. and Tony, Tony is like such an only child as far as like he comes in to convince Peter, right? Or not convince Peter, but to be like, hey, Peter, I need to talk to you. Like, we have these things. But the way he's talking to Peter, like, he's an older brother that's trying to, like, get him on the same page of a story that they're going to, like, <laughs> feed their parents. Like, I probably did yeah. this to my sister so many times growing up where I would say something and then I'd look at her and I'd give her, like, the huge eyes or, yeah. like, I would never wink at her because we all know I can't wink. Correct. Um... <laughs> But I would look at her and just be like, come on, don't be fucking stupid. Like, pick up what I'm putting down, please. (laughs) And sometimes, you know, they pick up what you're putting down. And other times they just, you know, live in willful ignorance. God, isn't that disappointing? It is. To just be like, why why are you playing dumb? Like, play along with this so neither of us get in trouble. Yeah. So um, that was really entertaining to watch a grown man, like, give (laughs) a teenager the eyes to just be like, come on now, like, agree with what I'm saying and be cool, man, be cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, and it also is just like, it's wild that Tony was able to figure, I mean, of course, he was able to figure out who Spider-Man was. Right. Because, like, it's Tony Stark. Right. But that's still, I like the way that they presented this Peter Parker. So, like... There's, they didn't, I'm sure they'll go into it at some point, but, like, they didn't talk about, like, why he has spider powers. They didn't talk to him about, like, what he's been doing. They just said that he gained these powers six months ago. Yeah, they didn't show Uncle Ben dying. No. And I like that this Aunt May is younger. Yeah. So, I like how they introduced this. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Just be like, oh, okay, cool. We're not, like... Getting too much of a backstory. And I also love that he was like, no, no, I, I can't help you. I, I have school. <laughs> I have homework. It's <laughs> like, no, nah, man, I'm going to pretend like he didn't say that. Yeah. yeah. And it feels like Tony sees maybe a lot of himself in Peter Parker. He d- Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a passport? I don't even have a license. <laughs> oh, so good. Man. So I, um... Also, I love that, like, I love that I don't love. What I hate is that Tony has this, like, paternalism Mm -hmm. toward everybody in his life where he's like, I know what's right and I'm going to keep you safe. But that's not right. Like, you have to allow people to, like, make their own choices and have, like, you know, sovereignty over, like, what they want to do. So, like, he's imprisoning Wanda in... The Avengers compound. Right. To keep her safe. Right. But it isn't helpful for anybody. And it, like, it's, it was kind of cool to see Vision, like, get the feels. Like, he gets feelings. He catches feelings. (laughs) He catches feelings for Wanda. Yeah. 
And also, I'm really confused <clears throat> about the timeline because, like, what they spend two days together and now they love each other. No, they spend more than two days together. Okay. Well, I think I... they've been together since Age of Ultron. Yeah, but they don't tell us how long that's been. It's been a year. Just one year? Yeah. Okay. They mention it. Hey, well, you and I moved in after less than a year. They can catch strong feelings. Yeah. No, I know. Um, But I disagree with the whole everything you were saying about Wanda. What was I saying about Wanda? About um, Tony, like, imprisoning her and then not helping anybody. Okay. I think it does, because she's not American. So, like, she can't just, like, be about all willy-nilly. Yeah, but she wasn't trying to be. She just wanted to, like, go get a pizza. She can't. Yeah, but, like, he didn't... This He didn't, like, talk to her about any of this. No. That that was his biggest mistake. Yeah. And he didn't, like... He also didn't include her in any of the process. They didn't, like, sit down and have a discussion about, like, house rules and, like, why it would be helpful for her to, like, maybe comply with some of these things. She had no self-determination. That's where I'm going with. She That's was, fair. She was just yeah. told, like, hey, you have to stay in the house and Vision is babysitting you. <laughs> Very fair. Which sucks. It does. Yeah. They should have talked. He should have told her. Yeah. But yeah. he has that, like, inter- that he has that, like, sense of paternalism. Where he's like, no, 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 like, I'm going to keep everyone in my life safe and you're not on my side. Or, like, I'm going to do what's right for you. I think it's half and half. I do see where you're coming from, but I also think part of it is, like, from a government standpoint, Tony is responsible for the actions of the Avengers. That's why he's the one talking with Secretary Roth and all of that shit. I think he, whether by his own volition or by the U.S. government, he is deemed the point man for the Avengers. So it's kind of like, hey, like you're a person fucked up. You need to handle it. And I think that was part of it. That's kind of like the ongoing theme, right? Like, Frost keeps telling Tony, you have to bring this person in. You have to do this. You have to do this. Yeah, but he still should have talked to Wanda about oh, 100%. what was happening. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, he's treating Wanda like a child. Right. Which sucks. It does. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree that it was shitty. I'm just, I just think the reasoning was half what you said and there i think there was something else behind it okay i think he was just doing that shit that rich white dudes do (laughs) where they're like i have a shit ton of money and i have a crime fighting suit so therefore Uh i know what's best so i'm going to tell all of you how to like live your best life because also i've been listening to way too many behind the bastards about like jeff bezos and bill gates and he like reeks of jeff bezos or Bill Gates. See, like I Tony see more Stark of a, like, Elon Musk. They're all awful. True. They're all gross. They are, but Tony Stark is a fictional character. Yeah, but he has those vibes. <laughs> and he has yet to win me over. He is my least favorite out of everybody. Really? Yes. Huh. I do not like him. Because he still is very arrogant. And yeah. his ego is out of control. Because, again, it's that, like, paternalism, that paternalistic thing where it's, Mm -hmm. like, stop. Like, they're all fucking adults. You all just need to, like, have a conversation. I agree and disagree. Okay. Well, that's fine. (laughs) I've also been doing so much reading about, like, you know, paternalism and, like, all that type of stuff. Yeah, it's showing. Again, you have to put a name on these white supremacist behaviors that are just not useful for anybody. 
because it did not end up helping at all that he trapped Wanda because then Wanda was like, I do love how um, Clint created a distraction to get Vision out of the way for the like five seconds he needed Mm -hmm. to set up a trap to like zap him. Mm -hmm. And then Wanda was dealing enough that he got out of it and then she's like fine fuck you and then she like threw <laughs> she like threw vision to the center of the earth <laughs> yeah 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 quite the couple's fight oh yeah just like picked him up and threw him to the center of the earth <laughs> i just love when vision breaks free and clint's just like oh shit yeah like, oh, fuck he's like you know you won't win and he's like i know but she will <laughs> oh and i love her line that's like I can't control others people other people's fear I can only control mine. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Cuz that's I feel like a really good kind of like life thing to kind of keep in mind. That's fair. Like oh I can't really control other people. I can only control me and what I do and how I feel. Yeah. So I'm here for that. Um I am still waiting for Sharon and Cap to get together. Because they didn't get together, they just kissed. What do you mean get together? Fuck. It's PG thirteen. This is Marvel. They're there's not only... gonna have like a steamy a steamy romance no, scene? There's only one sex scene in the entire MCU and it's like three pumps. Ew, ew, why did you say that? Ew, ew, ew. Oh my god. Oh No, that uh <sighs> You're welcome. No. Yeah. Fuck man. Yeah, oh, that's gross. Sure is. Oh my god. Well, I it would be nice if they like got together and got to have a moment. Like maybe they walk into an apartment together and like shut the door suggestively, and you're like, oh, that's happening. Yeah, yeah. You want Cap Steve deserves... to fuck the great niece of his long lost love? You know, he deserves love too. And I... and just should keep it in the family or. <laughs> Hey, nothing ever happened between him and Peggy. Can't have the woman I love. Might as well fuck her great niece while she's dead. You know, yeah, she's dead. Christ. Like, he, I don't know. Also, Sharon's like 80 years younger than him. Technically, he's only in his... That's that rich white people shit. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you call that out? What are you talking about? Old, Old white dudes fucking people who are like 60 years younger than them she's at least 60 years younger than yeah him. but like not really because like physically yes, really. he's in his 30s N- that does not fix it he, he is a world war ii veteran fucking a 20 something year old nah. that is not okay uh, but they're not they just kissed and then I love, he's like a fucking teenager. They kissed and then he looked back. <laughs> His two friends are just looking at They're him. like, yeah, man. I'm surprised they like, give him the thumbs up. Like, yeah, yeah dude, way to go. They did and with then, their eyes. Yeah, and then Bucky like rolled his eyes a little bit. He's like, oh my God, dude, let's fucking go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I appreciate that she like jacked all of their gear and brought it to them. Yeah. That now was she's it. wanted to. Yeah. Um, and then we fast forward. We're at Germany. We're in the airport. Yeah. And the cars roll up, and I, as they're driving up the parking structure, I said, I was like, oh my god, this is the airport, this is where that fight scene happens. Yeah, it's a big MCU moment. Yeah. 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 So that was cool. So the fight scene was, and I, you, I don't know if you talked about this, like, on, on the podcast last time or not, but we've talked about it a few times, where the, um, Russo brothers 
I only know who they are because of you, so I'm giving you all that credit. <laughs> I do not know enough about this shit to know who fucking directed these movies. <laughs> or anything about their directing styles. Yeah. So, um, the Russo brothers do a really fantastic job of, within these larger fight scenes, each, you see the individual people fighting. So yes. you know that there's chaos going on and you see the broader fight, but they spend time panning between the pairs of people fighting. Yes. And it is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's also like you have Nat and Clint fighting. Yeah. And then Wanda goes, what did she say about his blows? Oh, he was pulling his punches. Yeah, he was pulling his punches. So she, yeah. so she like fucks Wanda or, or like, yeah, fucks um, her up. Yeah, yeah, she just, like, flings Natasha against something hard. Yeah, which, like, ended up being good in the long run because that gave her time to recover and make it to the hangar. Yeah. So that ended up being a solid. Yeah. But it was, and then, like, Cap and Tony were fighting, Mm -hmm. and Bucky and Black Panther were fighting, and they were just paired off. So there were these smaller fights, and then they're like, well, fuck. We're going to have this larger moment because no one is, no one's giving in. Right. And it was also just like at like pure magic when Tony, when everyone on the Tony side kind of like circles around Cap being like, okay, Cap, like you got to give up. It's all of us. And then his crew crew rolls up (laughs) (laughs) and you're like, okay, man, we've got our side too. Yeah. And I love how they're just like slow. They're walking towards each other and then they start jogging. Yeah. And then they're like a dead sprint. Yeah. And Peter Parker's like, oh man, they're not stopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was very entertaining. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And it was also like entertaining that um, Peter Parker in his first like real fight was just like talking too much oh my god falcon was like hey man i don't know if you've ever been in a fight before but you're talking way too much (laughs) (laughs) oh Uh, it's very entertaining it was yeah i yeah the fight was really cool um i think i said this when we were watching it like everybody was pulling their punches in the beginning because like nobody was really wanting to hurt anybody besides T'Challa. Yeah, no, he's trying <laughs> yeah. to fuck Bucky. Everyone up. else is just trying to like stop them from getting to the jet. T'Challa's like, fuck this. Yeah. I'm gonna kill Bucky. Yeah. 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 So that was really cool. And it was it was cool to see like everybody's everybody's like different talents on display. Yeah. I do like the slight irony that, like, a lot of this started from the whole collateral damage situation, and then they're, like, fucking throwing airplanes at each other in this fight. <laughs> they're uh, throwing cars well, and no, I was ripping just airplanes say, apart and shit. Wanda's... I, I feel like my um, MVPs of this fight are Ant-Man and Wanda. Oh, yeah. Because Ant-Man did some cool-ass shit. Yeah. And he became huge Ant-Man. He yeeted himself (laughs) out of Tony's shit and then into huge. Huge with a Y. Give me back my roadie. (laughs) And then Wanda. Holy fuck. Throwing cars. Throwing debris. Like, she went all in and it was so entertaining. It was. Oh my god. Um, I also wonder if... T'Challa's nails are made out of vibranium. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... His whole suit's made of vibranium. Okay, because, yeah, he scratched the captain's 
uh, shield and yeah. actually left marks on it, which is yeah. the only thing that's done that. Yeah. So, wild. Yeah. Wild. Um, yeah. Rhodes gets seriously injured. Yeah. Well, but before we get there. Yeah. Nat <laughs> zapped fucking Black Panther. Yeah. And was like, okay, y'all aren't stopping. Oh, he's, she's like, I'm going to get in trouble for this. <laughs> <laughs> and then she zaps him a couple of times. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, I told you I'd help you find him, not help you capture him. It's really different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, it's also great when I think it was Ant-Man was like said to her, he's like, oh, I, I don't want to hurt you. And she's like, oh, okay. Thanks. I'm going to stress about it. Yeah. And then she like <laughs> fucks him up. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Well, I feel like it kind of mirrored that one scene where uh, in Iron Man 2, where uh, Happy's like, never take your eyes from your opponent and goes to like fuck with her a little bit. And she just like body slams him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so good. And then they're like, wait, who is that? <laughs> That's not just a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, And then we've got. Yeah, Vision accidentally shoots Rhodes instead of Falcon. Yeah. So that sucked. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to hurt for you to watch. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, he's not stopping. Yeah. Like, you think something's going to happen to prevent Rhodes from getting hurt, and it doesn't. He just fucking hits the ground. No, because all of the other times that people have fallen out of the sky, Tony has been able to catch them. Yeah. Like, all of the other times. Yeah. When you're like, there's no way he's going to be able to catch them. He's always been able to. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't. No, he just fucking hits the ground. God. Yeah. Fucking awful. This movie had a lot of, like, breaking points, essentially. We're yeah. like, oh, the MCU wouldn't do this. And then they do. Yeah. Yeah. Super gnarly. Oh, man. So, then we have Zemo. Again, I don't... I don't think I like Zemo as a, I don't, I don't think I like him as a, um, villain. No? No. Like, I understand what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like you said previously, it was Ultron predicting with Wanda that, like, you're going to tear them apart from the inside or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he was just, I feel like, an extension of that where he orchestrated, you know, this, like, really stupidly complicated plot. To get all the to get these three fucking people in the same room, mm-hmm. so that way they would kill each other. Yeah, that's just so much fucking work. Yeah, but he said himself, like, there's no way that he could take on the Avengers. Like, if you pin the two leaders of the Avengers against each other and they kill each other, they split. Like, your job's done. Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, there's no way that Zemo, as a villain, could take on Iron Man or Captain America by himself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, I don't know, by the time we got there, I was like, fuck, they're gonna fight each other again? Like, at that point, that was kind of boring. I was like, (laughs) cool, they're gonna get in another fucking fist fight, and they're gonna roll around a bunch, and they're gonna have a bunch of fucking, just like, I don't know. See, I like this fight more than airport fight, because it was personal. Like, the airport fight was them... Trying to stop the other from, like, whatever objective. Like, this was... Iron Man's gonna kill the person who killed his parents. Yeah. And Cap is trying to stop him. Yeah. And this is part of the reason why I'm Team Iron Man. is like, Cap knew the whole time. Yeah. Didn't say shit. 
I wouldn't. <sighs> Which this also leads me to think like did Fury know? Yeah. I'm sure Fury knew. Yeah. Fury knows fucking everything. Yeah. Like, whether you... Or in my... Like, I don't know if I agree with the uh, Sokovia Accords or any of that, like, morally. But the reason I'm Team Iron Man is, like, I... I I don't know why. Because, like, nothing like that's ever happened to me. But I felt, like, the betrayal from Iron Man, like... And this is probably credit to Robert Downey's acting, but like when you watch him watch a video and you watch his facial expressions, like he he plays the betrayal really well. Yeah. Where he asks Steve if he knew. Yep. And Steve was just like, Yes. And I mean, and he admitted it that it was part on him. Like he didn't want to have to tell him. Yeah. Which like, sure, I get that. Yeah. I also think Steve has a lot of blind loyalty. Yeah. Because, like, granted, Steve ended up being right about it in the end. But, like, Steve defending Bucky was pure gut. Yeah. Like, he had no evidence that Bucky didn't do anything. Yeah. And, like, everyone had good reason to believe that Bucky did. I mean, they had enough to... Nobody had nobody on either side had good evidence. Like they still needed to dig a little bit into it. Yeah. Cuz like somehow Zemo got through as the fake psychiatrist and he didn't look anything like the fucking dude that was supposed to be there. No. So there are some like big fucking gaps. Yeah. In a lot of the stuff that happened. Mhm. Which blows my mind, but like I <laughs> think I'm still team Cap. I think I wasn't totally sure, mm-hmm. but I understand where he's coming from, and I, you know, like, if you're able to tell somebody some hard-ass news, obviously you should, but, mm-hmm. like, I would do anything for my friends. Fair. Like, and especially, like, from Steve, when he's, he and Bucky have been through so much, and Bucky is, like... Have they, though? As kids, until they were, in, until they went into war... They fought through World War II together until Bucky, and he still feels responsible for Bucky being turned into the Winter Soldier. That's fair. Okay. So he's, I feel like he's trying to redeem himself a little bit or like pay back the debt that he owes by like putting Bucky in a situation because like they shouldn't have been in the train in the first place. Right. It was a trap. Right. And Captain America was like, oh, it's fine. Like, we'll just go and it'll be fine. Yeah. And it wasn't fine. It was a fucking trap and Bucky got kidnapped. Yeah. Well, That's he fair. got kidnapped prior. But, he did. But But yeah, like he So yeah, I think he's it's more than just a friendship. I think he feels responsible for what he became. I agree. So he's like trying to help him like be back to who he was. Yeah. But how many lives and like situations can you ruin to still feel like you owe that debt? I mean, for him, like, infinite, for right. sure. Right. I think that's where I have a problem. Because, like, I I do appreciate Steve's loyalty, but, like, the bigger picture is, like, how much of, like, how much is he fucking up around him to protect the one person in front of him? I mean, he's just going to keep going until he goes. Yeah. I'm also just a terrible person because, like, I've gone through the trolley situation a lot, and yeah. I, I would steer into the one dude. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah. So, 
coming at it from that mentality, like, I do appreciate Steve's loyalty, but, like, fuck, does he leave behind a lot of collateral damage to protect this one person? Yeah. And that's... I feel like he and Tony are doing relatively... Making relatively similar choices. Yes. In the way that they are operating blindly based off of their own moral compasses Mm -hmm. and not really being open open to listen to other people and like bring other people into their thinking and problem solving and they're working very singularly for their interests and the things that they want to accomplish that's fair which i hate for either of them they both need to stop it is very hard to 100 percent agree with either one in that scenario i mean just in general like both of them are obnoxious they are yeah (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're real, both shitty in their own They're both ways. really fucking annoying. <laughs> and I'm, if I were to ever meet any of them, like, oh, you happen upon either of them, I'd be like, you're both fucking irritating. You need to get over yourselves. They they're irritating in different ways. And I think I have less patience for how Captain America is irritating. That's what it boils down to. Uh, I have more patience for people like Tony Stark, I guess. Nope, I do not. Absolutely do not. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. We rewind 20 minutes. It's pretty, it's pretty clear. We what? I said if we were to rewind this 20 minutes, it'd be pretty clear. Yeah. Fuck that shit. (laughs) So, the... I hate how Zemo set up the lady from the hotel to find the dead guy. To find the dead psychiatrist. Why? Oh, well, she's an innocent bystander. Yeah, like, it was a good plot device, but it also sucked. Also, has he been dead this whole time, or did he just, like, keep him somewhere, keep him alive somewhere, and then just, like, kill him and leave him? I'm assuming he kept him alive somewhere. Because, like, how would Zemo know that he would be the one to get the call? Yeah, no. Yeah. I don't, I hate that. Ugh. Yeah, yeah, that was a shitty move. Gross, Fun fact, though, um... Anthony? I think it's Anthony. Anthony Russo cameos in all of his movies, and he was a dead guy. Ew. <laughs> That's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, then we find out as Tony is going through who the fuck Zemo is and all of that shit, that he is Sarkovian intelligence, that prosthetics in a wig approximating Barnes were found. I was like, fuck yes, I was right. Yeah. Um, and then we see Zemo just, like, going into a fucking, the Siberian compound. Yeah. Blindly being like, you know what, this will be fine. I don't even know if he's fucking armed. No, he is armed. He has a pistol on him. Yeah. Handgun, not a pistol? I don't know. Yeah. Are they the same thing? Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, he's just wandering in. Yeah. No fucking problems. I mean, he's also a trained assassin, so. Mm, yeah, that's right. You know. God. Um... We hate the underwater prison. The raft? Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan of the raft. No? It seemed, it gave off vibes of um, the prison that um, Gamora and all of those folks were held in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That space prison? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of gave off those vibes. Um, I also hate how Wanda, the imagery of Wanda. I think it makes sense, though. Sorry. Well, the the imagery of Wanda in her like straight jacket type thing that fucked with me. Oh man, yeah. that was very similar to the original imagery that we saw of her. Yeah. In her cell. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, know. you can see Tony's face when he sees it too. Like, 
he's definitely like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. 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 That was... He does admit that he was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not good. Because, like, he originally goes to Siberia to make amends. Walls. <laughs> and then, you know, there's a video of Cat's best friend killing his parents. <sighs> Throws a wrench into things. God. And then we had also talked about when we were... um when we were watching the movie, like, the logistics of T'Challa being able to, like, fly under Tony mm-hmm. and, like, just kind of, like, hanging out, like, waiting for Tony. Yeah. Um, And also just, like, some of the stuff that Clint, like, yelled at Tony while or said to Tony while they were in there. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's going to be really hard for Tony's relationship with anybody involved in this to come back. Once things are, like, not back to normal, but, mm-hmm. like, at some point when they have to get, to get together again. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a lot of, like, shit that they have to, like, talk through. Yeah. Because, um, like, he put them in a real shit situation. I mean, yes and no. Because they're adults and they're responsible for their actions, which is what Tony said. Sure. And Cap warned him. Cap's like, we are outside the law like it's up to you if you want to do this mm-hmm. so like they knew that there would be consequences yeah i don't know you fight for what you think is right and i'm not gonna spoil too much for you but the mcu does a good job of like if and when they cross paths again it's not all fucking honky dory like the events of this movie don't just go away that's good because there's, there's a scene that happens, you're like, God, why are they so mad at each other? And you're like, oh, shit. Like, they never resolved anything from Civil War. Like, it's still the same. Jeez. Yeah. It's absolutely wild. Yeah, so then you have Tony show up at the bunker. Um, Black Panther is lurking around. I said, Black Panther is stalking them like a panther. <laughs> he is. <laughs> you oh. see, like, around the corner. Yeah, right? You yeah. see the eyeballs, and you're like, ha! Yeah. Okay, here they here he is. And I kept asking him like when is he coming in? And you're like, It's not his fight. <laughs> oh god, fuck. Yeah. Um, and then you start to see how obsessed Zemo is with Captain America. And it's real creepy. Yeah. And I hate that. I hate that for him. Yeah. Um Yeah, and then like we talked about at the beginning, we find we find that we find out that um Zemo, like, lost everything mm-hmm. in Sarkovia. Yeah. When Sarkovia was blown up. Yeah. And that he had hoped that his father and everyone would be safe. Excuse me. And they weren't. Nope. And since then, he spent the last year figuring out how to implode them. Yeah. And get them all to fight each other. Yep. He figured it out. He sure fucking did. Yeah. Um, I love the, like, sweet, sweet justice of T'Challa talking to him and, like, giving him a human, like, voice. Like, in, we've seen him as a villain this whole time, like, as mm-hmm. a crazed villain. And then he had a chance to, like, tell his story. Yeah. Which I think was really nice. And then I appreciate that T'Challa's like, nah, fucker, I'm not letting you die. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the living aren't done with you yet. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. So, I'm sure he'll come back at some point. Zima? Yeah. Yeah. All these fucking people come back. Most of them do. Yeah. They don't, they don't just like, you know, have people around just for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. So, I do know also that the 
the white um, guard that was kind of taunting Zemo a little bit when he was locked up will end up in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. And I'm not quite sure how yet. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Um, I also know... Oh, and then we see that Bucky and Cap are in Wakanda. Yeah. So now I know how Bucky fucking ends up in Wakanda. There you go. As Yellow Wolf. White Wolf. I know he's... <laughs> Yellow I, Wolf. I know he's not... Uh, I know he's not White Wolf, but I'm gonna call what him... What a twist that would be. Oh, if he, he was actually comes out Yellow... with shitty tattoos. Fucking Trunk Music 3. Mediocre rap Billy! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Also, if anyone listening to this has never heard the song Catfish Billy, go oh. listen to it. Yeah. Catfish Billy, Trunk Music 3. Wouldn't really recommend most of any of Yellow Wolf's other stuff. Eh, I like some of his stuff. Some of his stuff. But yeah. like those are two solid good ones. And it's Trunk Actually, Music. Actually, Catfish Billy 2 is the song yeah. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Don't, original no, one is no, different. No. Don't listen to Catfish Billy. Listen to Catfish <laughs> Billy 2. Because Catfish Billy 1 is not good. I didn't hate it. Catfish Billy 2 is so much better. Very different vibes. Trunk Music 3 is probably the best Yellow Wolf album out there. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. It is pretty good. Yeah, because if you're driving a lowrider, you're going to pop your trunk and there's going to be giant fucking woofers and shit. (laughs) You know? Living that life. Yeah. Okay, now that I've blathered on about Yellow Wolf. (laughs) um, I don't listen to that much like Southern rap, but... I fuck with Yellow Wolf every now and then. Well, what you don't want to do is be driving from um, Tri-Cities and hit Best of Yellow Wolf and then listen to that for an hour before you have to pull over and turn it to something different because... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you were leaving Tri-Cities. Yeah, and I was like, oh, Yellow Wolf. It was like... Anyway, it was terrible. I I (laughs) wouldn't recommend listening to more than an hour of Yellow Wolf. (laughs) It's bad news bears. So... Yeah, it, um, I appreciate how Zemo was also able to, like, apologize for T'Challa's father's death. He was like, I'm sorry about your father. Yeah. Like, he seemed really genuine about that because yeah. he had also lost his father. Right. But he was also consumed by the desire for revenge. Yeah. And then what was also upsetting was to realize that he was listening to the voicemails that his wife had, his dead wife had left him. Yeah. Throughout the entire fucking um movie mm-hmm. and then was deleting them as he was getting closer to deleting himself yeah yeah, yeah. that <laughs> was, was just very like, dark oh fuck <laughs> yeah these i was like because you know the whole time you're like oh he's got a wife and kids that's so sweet but it was i was perplexed because he would listen to them and then he would look pissed and yeah. upset and then delete them and i was like huh that's kind of weird but no it's because he was as he was getting closer to his end goal, he was getting ready to just fucking, you yeah. know, avenge their memories. Yeah. God, that sucks. Yeah. That's why Zemo's actually one of my favorite villains because of his, like, his motivations make the most sense so far out of yeah. any Marvel villain. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely do. Um, is it sick and twisted and pretty fucked up? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, 100%. But did he have... A really good motivation? Yes. Also, yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. So, then you also have Zemo go, did it fail, though? As the guy's like, you know. Yeah. I I think you may have looked away, but when he says that, they pan to like five seconds of Iron Man and Cap beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, no, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, nope, nope, don't think it didn't didn't fail. No. Ugh. Um, I do love that little smirk. He's like, 
but did it fail? You're like, oh, God, I hate this. That's right. Gross. So, yeah. And it also, I think, it shows a lot of, like, Cap's character that he's, you know, beating the shit out of Tony with his shield. And it looks like he's about to behead him with his shield. And Mm -hmm. instead, he slams him in the chest piece with his shield. And then, like, rolls off of him. And is like, fuck you, I'm done. Yeah. Also... Bucky getting his mechanical arm ripped off. Oh, yeah. I think was, like, very indicative of, like, okay, we're turning a new leaf. <laughs> like, if yeah. if he comes out of this, he's not going to have that fucking mechanical arm anymore. No. And it is going to be a new chapter of Bucky. Yeah. Hopefully moving out of being the Winter Soldier. Yeah, a little less murder. Yeah, a little less murdery. Um, Yeah, because Peter Parker going... Oh my god, is that a metal arm? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just so entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, and then we wrap up with Cap sending a letter. We get Stan. um, Yeah, our Stanley cameo. Yep, Stanley cameo. And he writes him a fucking letter, sends him a burner phone, right as he is breaking everybody in plain clothes out of the fucking raft. Yeah. Is he going to be their lifeboat off the raft? Also, how the fuck did he know where the raft was? Uh-huh. I don't know. Oh, and they also I have to briefly mention Rosie. Rosie has his like walking device thing that Tony has created. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. So good to see him up and around. Yeah. Kind of recovering. Yeah, kind of recovering. Yeah. But... The uh, look of, like, pure joy on everyone's face when they see Cap is amazing. When Falcon's like, yeah, man, you're here to get us. <laughs> and then uh, Tony finally got to put Thunderbolt Ross on hold. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was your unsung hero? Ooh. Unsung hmm. hero. I would have to say Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Falcon, I would say, was the most, like, human character towards the end. Him and T'Challa, right? Like, it's... I think T'Challa is a very, like, recognized hero in this instance. Yeah. But Falcon being like, all right, man, like, I'll tell you where Steve's going, but, like, you gotta go as a friend. Like, don't do the dumb shit you've been doing. Yeah. Yeah. I would say Natasha for me. Mm. Because Natasha has been, again, one of the main voices of reason, and also, yeah. but she's also not blinded. She's not black and white. She sees no. the gray area. Yeah. So she's been able to work within that gray area to help everybody as best she can. Yeah. She wasn't like, I'm on a specific side yep. to where she was doing what she thought was right, which was like neither objective of Tony or Steve. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think I'm also going to say T'Challa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because... 100%. I thought T'Challa would be, like, too easy, which is why I didn't name him as mine. Yeah. Well, and... Yeah. I mean, but T'Challa, because he... Again, you see a lot of, like, character development in him. Yeah. Throughout the, like, back half, where, like, when we first see him, he's, like, grief-stricken and, like, ready for revenge, and he's ready to just, like, kill fucking Bucky blindly. Yeah. And then he is able to 
kind of like pull himself out of that and realize that like that's not how he wants to live yeah but still be able to like understand that he needs to like because he approached zemo in the perfect way in order to like you know get him to talk and understand him better and like learn about him ultimately to be able to keep him from killing himself to then turn him into the police yeah because i love that he was talking to thunderbolt ross t'challa was like reporting to him just enough to keep him updated but not enough to imprison extra people (laughs) yeah (laughs) because like natasha didn't end up in the raft that we could see no was she in the raft no okay there's a lot that happens though you won't see it um black widow takes place right after civil war even though it comes out like 20 movies later okay so she, how do I say this? She doesn't get out of that conflict scot-free. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Okay. I mean, I don't think anyone gets out of that conflict scot-free. No, no one wins in this movie. No, no, no one wins. Oh, man. Um, What would you rate this movie? I gave it a nine. Yeah? Yeah, it's my favorite non-Avengers movie still. Okay. I actually like it better than the first two Avengers movies. Oh, man. What do you give it? I don't know. I would probably say like an 8.5. Yeah? Like, I liked it okay. Yeah. Like, there was a lot going on, and it was kind of confusing, and out of all of the villains, Zemo wasn't my favorite. And it also was just, like, a lot more violent That's than, fair. than I typically like. Yeah. Because, you know, I watch movies that aren't violent. That's, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I just like villains who don't need a lot of screen time. Yeah, no, he definitely didn't have a lot of screen time. And the screen time he did have, he made it count. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I probably liked... I liked Winter Soldier a lot. Mm -hmm. This is probably my least favorite of the Captain America movies. Really? Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It was kind of really busy. It was pretty busy. Yeah. That's what I like. I like interconnecting weaves and shit. Yeah. And, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It was just a fucking lot. Yeah. Um, Oh, here's the ratings. Okay. I'm trying to pull this up. Oh, the Captain America ratings? Yeah, so I gave... Oh, I don't have... I think I gave the first Captain America, like, well over a nine. Probably. And then... Of course, I don't have the other one on here. Oh, no, I gave Winter Soldier a 9.3. Yeah, I would say this is, like, a solid 8.5 for me. Fair enough. Yeah. So I'm not mad at it, but it was very busy. Yeah, fair. So is Doctor Strange up next? I think so. Nice. Yeah. Um. Okay. All I know about Doctor Strange is from what I have seen in WandaVision? Or no, what they kind of vaguely talked about in WandaVision, like dark magic and chaos magic and shit. And oh, yeah. They mentioned the Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. yeah. So I have no fucking idea what's going to happen in this movie like dr strange is a sorcerer of some sort 
in a different dimension and i'm sure there's gonna be a villain and maybe he'll appear to the fucking earthlings i don't know i have no fucking idea (laughs) i could not even begin to tell you what the fuck dr strange does (laughs) good good you're going in completely blind i like that yeah i have no idea yeah yeah that's all i have cool cool Alrighty, way to get the first movie done of uh, Phase 3. Woo! Holla. Holla. Alright, thanks for listening, everybody. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for diligently listening to the Marvel-less podcast with Rochelle and Jay. You are the true heroes of this universe. Keep their integrity heroic and let Jay know if they fucked up any details in this episode. Then stay tuned for the correction in the next episode's noted segment. Please like and subscribe on all podcast platforms and follow the adventure on Instagram at Marvel Less Podcast. Excelsior!